morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all already know it's your favorite 504 girl. It's your girl, Ash. Coming to y'all with another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Y'all, today is Tuesday. (sighs) Happy Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I hope the holidays were good. I hope everyone just had a a good time. Um, Y'all already know how I start my episodes. I always start with my mental health check-in. So y'all know how it goes. I roll the video and then, you know, I jump into tonight's conversation. So y'all hold tight. Here we go. You know, I don't know who this video is for, man, but it's like 4 a.m. in the morning, May 10th, and uh, my heart is heavy because I know there's somebody out there that is ready to end their life. That's already made up in their mind that they're not going to fight no more. They're tired of fighting. You know, they don't have no more strength to find because they've already gave all their strength. They don't even have the strength to turn the page. They don't have the strength to, to see tomorrow. They made up in their mind that their life is over. And maybe they logged on to Facebook. Maybe you logged on to Facebook and and looking for a sign. Maybe you logged on to say your goodbyes and you came across this video. So I just want to tell you, man, that don't let those thoughts that are trying to kill you, kill you. Those thoughts that telling you life is over, those thoughts that telling you you're not enough, those thoughts that tell you t- things won't get better, those thoughts that tell you that you are your mistakes, those thoughts that tell you that you are your past, those thoughts that tell you that you're worthless, don't let those thoughts kill you. They're lying to you. Because you're more than that. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than what you're going through. You do have purpose. You are awesome. You are talented. You are beautiful. You are special. Despite what you've been going through. So you make up in your mind right now. Okay, you don't have to have a, a whole plan out for the rest of your life. You make up, but you make up in your mind right now that you're gonna fight with faith tonight. You make up in your mind right now that you're gonna survive tonight. Whatever it takes. I pray that you have a peace in your mind that floods your mind. Like never before. To let you know. Despite everything that you're going through, the storms that you're going through, the flood that's flooding your life with pain right now. I pray that peace tells you that everything is going to be okay. I pray that you find the strength inside of your weakest moment right now that lets you know that everything is going to be okay. So you put down that gun 
you put down that drug, those pills, you put it down, man. Because there's more to your life than what you're currently going through. And you'll never understand it if you quit right now. But I promise you, if you fight with faith, you fight with prayer, eventually you'll realize everything that you went through had a purpose. Everything that you went through had a purpose. Life will get better. But if you're in your life, you prevent it from getting better. All right? So y'all already know that anytime I start an episode, y'all already know I always have to do my mental health check-in because right now, <sighs> y'all depression, anxiety, all of that is at an all-time high right now. So drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all are feeling tonight. How are you feeling? How was your Thanksgiving? You know, a lot of people, um, you know, this was the first year that maybe they're celebrating a holiday without their loved one. And maybe it just wasn't good. But I want to know. Um, this was my first Thanksgiving without my dad. So Thanksgiving was hard. Um, and then my birthday was Sunday. So, yes, I was supposed to go live for my birthday. But, y'all, I was so sleepy. I was so tired. I was drained. I was just emotionally drained and I just didn't have the energy, but yeah, but, um, it was hard for me, but I made it through. Um, I do want to say thank y'all for all the birthday love, for all the wishes, for all the support that you guys continue to give me daily, um, to help make my birthday a little better for me. So yes, I am 43 now. <laughs> so I'm a year older um, a year wiser, a year better, you know, very ecstatic with the way um, things are going with my podcast. So y'all just keep liking, keep sharing, keep subscribing, keep showing your girl some support. That's all I ask. So yes, yes, yes. So I'm not going to hold up any longer. So again, y'all welcome to Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Y'all already know it's Ashley. Y'all know I'm here with y'all every Tuesday, every Thursday night, bringing y'all great conversations. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump right on into the conversation for the night. The topic for the night, let me see that. The Ahmaud Arbery murder trial. Oh my God, y'all. I was going to go live the day the verdict went down. But I was like, you know what? Uh, uh I need a moment to celebrate. Like I needed a moment to take all of that in. Um, my emotions were all over the place because I was just kind of like, are we really gonna get justice for this family? Is this family really gonna get justice? Did Ahmaud Arbery deserve to die? You know, so all types of emotions were were flowing through my mind. I was happy. I was sad. I was elated. But then it was like, is this going to ever end? Are they going to stop murdering us? That was the question. So let's go right on ahead. All three men were found guilty. So let me roll that clip. <sighs> let me roll the clip and then we're going to talk about it. So I'll be right back. All right. 
I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, state of Georgia, the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael, case number CR000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Oh. I'm going to ask that whoever just made an outburst be removed from the court, please. court has indicated, I ask that there be no outbursts in the court, and I expect as much from the gallery. Please respect the court's um, desire for this as we move forward. If you feel like you need to make a comment or otherwise demonstrate with respect to the verdict, I do ask that you step out of the courtroom now. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Dated this 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the foreperson. Have a seat. As to Gregory McMichael. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, the state of Georgia versus Greg McMichael, case number CR0, I'm sorry, 2000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. 
we, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. This 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the 4th. As to William R. Bryan. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, State of Georgia, State of Georgia versus William R. Bryan, case number CR2000433, jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Signed this 24th day of November by the foreperson. So we're talking tonight about the Ahmaud Arbery murder trial. All three men found guilty. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like justice was served? Do you feel like we're moving in the right direction that we're now starting to hold people accountable for the murder of innocent black men and women? Let's talk about it. I want to know. For me, I watched bits and pieces of the trial because I was just like, I just couldn't bear to hear, hear a not guilty verdict. It took me back to the Trayvon Martin trial and how I was praying, you know, that Trayvon Martin would get justice, that George Zimmerman would go to prison. And when a not guilty verdict came down, it felt like someone had kicked me in the stomach. I was sick. How could you not find this man guilty for murdering a young man that was just walking home from the store? So when jury, so when the jury selection started for the murder trial of Ahmaud Arbery, it really puzzled me because, of course, we know there are 12 jurors and out of the 12 jurors, only one was black. So you had 11 white jurors and one black. So I was like, oh, hell no. They're definitely not going to try to get a guilty verdict for this. So as you know, the trial started, I watched maybe the first couple of days. 
And then I couldn't watch it anymore. Because the way that they described Ahmaud Arbery, I just don't understand. Why are you trying to diminish this man's character? A young man that was interested in, in carpentry. So that's why he was looking in the home. That's why he was there. You know. Yes, I know in the state of Georgia, you know, going into homes like that, they do consider that trespassing. I know the police officer said, had he called him again, he would have gave him a ticket for trespassing. But he was looking. And then went on about his day. Only to be hunted down like an animal and murdered by three men that were trying to make a citizen's arrest. For what, though? Because you see a black man jogging in your neighborhood? He wasn't bothering anybody. Who was Ahmaud Arbery bothering that warranted him to be trapped like an animal and murdered? That's what I want to know. What warranted that? Who was he bothering? Was he trying to destroy your property? Did he break into your house? What was the deal? What's the point of having the police if you want to get out and be the police? Call the police and let the, and let the police handle it. But for these three men to be found guilty, the son was found guilty on all nine counts. The father was found guilty on eight of the nine counts. And the man that recorded it, that tried to act like he was slow, guilty on six of nine. How do you feel about that? How do you feel? How did that make you feel when the, when the verdict came down when the verdict was read and it was stated that all three men were found guilty. How did you feel? That made me hug my children a little tighter. It really made me fall to the floor and, and, and thank God for allowing this family to get justice. But are we moving in the right direction? Are we now, again, I'm going to ask the question again. Are we now starting to hold these people accountable for murdering unarmed black men and black women and black boys and black girls? Are we moving in the right direction for that? For a system that we know is not set up to protect us. That's what I want to know. Y'all drop in the comments, let me know. How did, the, how, did the not, how did the guilty verdict make you feel? Were you relieved? Were you elated? Because I know I was. I was so happy for this family. And then it was the day before Thanksgiving. 
So I hoped and I prayed that the families will be able to sleep a little lighter after the verdict. So now we know they're facing life in prison. I've heard some people say, oh, he needs to die. They need to die. But isn't life in prison just like death? It's just like being on death row. You'll never see the light of day, but we have to see. Because it could go one of three ways. Because I know the prosecution, they did not ask for the death penalty. I know that they did not ask. But I know one of the charges, death is one of the penalties, though. So what do you think? How, how are you feeling? Like I said, I, I was elated that justice was served. I was absolutely elated. And then it brought a sense of sadness. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Because while these men are still able to see their families, the family of Ahmaud Arbery has to go to the cemetery to see him. My heart, my prayers, my love goes to the mother, his father, family, you know, other relatives, friends, co-workers, schoolmates, anyone that came in contact with Ahmaud Arbery. I send an abundance of love and prayers your way. We still have a long way to go for justice. Are we moving in the right direction, though? Who knows? But I really want to recognize the prosecution because it was this closing statement that helped to solidify a guilty verdict. So hold for just one moment. Let me go ahead and roll that footage for y'all. So what are you going to hear? I don't, know what, I don't know what they're going to say. They're good. They're good defense attorneys. They're going to get up here and I'm, the state is so worried that they're going to make it seem so reasonable that everything that Travis did and Greg did is just so reasonable. I'm just going to ask you, use your common sense and put your thinking caps on. But this is what I anticipate, what we anticipate they're going to say. The victim started it. Or you're going to hear that he was the aggressor, okay, because he was running towards Travis McMichael, but he was running away from Mr. Bryan, who'd already tried to hit him with the pickup truck. And Greg McMichael said it. He was trapped like a rat. He knew there was nowhere else to go. You know, 
Or they're going to tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, this is really about the front of the pickup truck. Forget everything else. It was all about the front of the pickup truck. And they're going to try to make it seem like, well, he attacked Travis McMichael. He very well might have. We can't see. What we know is his hand was like this, right? Doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because they weren't committing a citizen's arrest. They weren't in fear, real fear, of imminent danger from Mr. Arbery. They were committing the four felonies. That's what they were doing. You're going to hear, we weren't committing felonies. We were doing a citizen's arrest. We weren't trying to provoke him into defending himself. You're probably going to hear this. Yes, we pointed a shotgun at him to get him to comply with our orders. Not sure why anyone should comply with their orders to stop and talk to us, but there was no reason for him to defend himself against us because this was a citizen's arrest. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the bottom line. As I said in opening, and I'll say it to you again, this was an attack on Amal Arbery. They committed the crimes. They committed the four felonies. They attacked him. They shot and killed him. They can't claim self-defense under the law because they were the initial unjustified aggressors, and they started this. And they were committing the felonies against Ahmaud Arbery. They have to somehow justify their actions by claiming citizen's arrest. I'm going to remind you once again, evidence from the witness stand, they never, ever said on February 23rd, 2020, that they were doing a citizen's arrest or trying to arrest him. It was all, we wanted to stop, we wanted to question him about what he was doing because he must have committed a crime that day and we were going to hold him so the police could go back and figure out what crime it was that he must have committed because he was running down the street. Citizen's arrest. If the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. If the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping, a private person may arrest him. So what are they going to do? They're going to do this. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you this. A private person may not act on the unsupported statements of others alone for their probable cause. What does that mean? No gossip. No hearsay. Nothing along those lines. In other words, my mom told me about this, where she has no personal knowledge of it, doesn't count. That's unsupported, unreliable statements of somebody else. You have to have more than stale information from an unreliable source. A private citizen's warrantless arrest must occur immediately after the per after the offense, or in the case of felonies, during the escape. If the observer fails to make the arrest immediately after the commission of the offense or during escape in the case, his power to do so is extinguished. Now, what does that really mean? A citizen's arrest is for emergency situations when the crime really happens right in front of you and you can take action right then and there to arrest somebody because you know about it. You've seen it. You're taking action right then and there. If it's a felony, you can run after the person and chase them down. That's all this means. It's not a citizen's arrest. They never said it. None of the defendants saw Mr. Arbery 
commit any crime that day. They were detaining him for the police so that they could investigate and find the crime that he must have committed that day because what is he? He's running down the street. That's not the law, ladies and gentlemen. Not the law at all. Travis McMichael, remember all his assumptions? He got up here and I wrote them all down. He may have run by. Matt Albenzi may have seen him. He may have broken in. Maybe the owner's down there. He may have been caught. He may be trying to avoid the police. That's testimony from the witness stand. He didn't know anything. Absolutely nothing. So where are we going to end up? This is where we're going to end up. Travis McMichael had probable cause to believe that Ahmad stole the stuff off the English boat in 2019 because his mother gave him some gossip about stuff being stolen and he was escaping. Use your common sense. How do you escape from a crime on an unknown date in 2019 on February 23rd, 2020? I'm sure they'll explain it to you. But use your common sense. And remember, what do you think? You think all this was completely made up for trial? Especially given no one ever said it on February 23rd, 2020? Ladies and gentlemen, Use your common sense. Put your critical thinking caps on. It's all the state can ask you to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the defense. Whew. As I watch that again, when I tell you that closing argument was so powerful, I love the fact how she made Ahmaud Arbery human. She didn't dehumanize him. I love that. So shout out to the prosecution team whose closing argument is what secured the guilty verdict for all three men. So again, all three men were found guilty. I wonder how y'all feel. Like I see, when, when, I, when it came down I was ecstatic. I was sad. I was mad, you know. But most of I was relieved. I was relieved because this family got justice. The mom, the dad, brothers, sisters, cousins, uncles, aunts. Everybody got justice. And anybody that's familiar with Brunswick, Georgia, it's not too favorable of us in that little small town. But I really feel like had the verdict have gone another way, that would have been a city of unrest the day before Thanksgiving. Because the verdict came down the day before Thanksgiving. So I really feel like had just had it not have been a not guilty, had it been a not guilty verdict, my prayers would have went for the city of Brunswick because that would have been a day of unrest. Because this this young man deserved justice. He was murdered, all for being jogging through a neighborhood. Let me say that. I'm sorry, jogging through a neighborhood, and it was hunted down. 
He was not the aggressor. But he ended up dead. False imprisonment. You're holding him. You, you had him cornered in. So let, let's, let's talk about that for just a moment. Like, let's go back. If somebody's chasing after you or somebody's running after you, your natural instinct is to react, right? Your natural instinct is to be like, what? Who the hell are you? And that's exactly what Ahmaud Arbery did. You chased this man down. Why? He had no weapons. Again, he was not the aggressor. But y'all pull up, ready to, ready to jump out on him, and you did. What did he do so wrong other than being black in a white neighborhood? Because he went for a jog? He was in the house looking because he was into carpentry. A lot of y'all didn't know that, but stay tuned because there's a documentary that's going to be highlighted on Ahmaud Arbery. That's going to talk about him. He wasn't in there. He wasn't out there to disturb anything or tear anything up. He was jogging, exercising, and ended up dead at the hands of those three monsters. One in which he thought he was being the good guy by recording it. I just want to shout out to Ahmaud Arbery's mother, Miss Wanda, for her perseverance in getting justice for her son. Deep, y'all, deep. But again, all three men found guilty. Which way do you think the sentencing is going to go? There's not, there has not been a set date on when they're going to be sentenced. Um, I would say maybe January, February, we should know what their sentence is going to be. Maybe sooner than that. But I pray that they are punished to the highest extent of the law for their crimes that they committed. So whether that's life with, without parole, life with parole, I don't feel like they deserve parole. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't feel like Travis, his father, and William, I don't feel like they should be able to see the light of day. I feel like the, the, the punishment should fit the crime. Again, the son was found guilty on all nine counts. The father was found guilty of eight of the nine. Mr. Roddy, William, excuse me, was found not guilty on all but three. So six out of nine, he was found not, he was found guilty. I really honestly feel like they need to spend the rest of their natural lives in jail, in prison. I do not feel like you should get any type of parole. I feel like there should be no parole for y'all. I think you should sit in, in those cells and think about the innocent life that you took. 
Oh, that go my baby. Hey, B. Forgive me, baby. I didn't even have a comment on y'all. So if y'all been commenting, baby, I didn't have them on. I just got them on. But I'm doing good today on this on this good, wonderful Tuesday night, Brandon. I'm doing really good. I'm so happy to see you. It's good to see you. How have you been? Um, you already know I'm I'm talking about the Ahmad, the murder trial of Ahmad Arbery. And very ecstatic that these three men were found guilty. I'm very happy about that. You know, like I said, my heart was praying for the family of Ahmaud Arbery. Again, the verdict came down the day before Thanksgiving. And I prayed that they had peace, that they were able to sleep a little lighter that night. You get what I'm saying? That some of the weight was, was lifted off of their shoulders. That's what I prayed for. But again, do you feel like we're going in the right direction? Do you feel like we're, not, again, and I'm going to pose the question again. Do you feel like we are moving in the right direction when it comes to holding these people accountable for murdering unarmed black men, black women, black girls, and black boys? Are we finally starting to get justice? Because we already know that this judicial system was not designed for people of color. It was not designed for us. So do y'all feel like we're going in the right direction? Do you feel like this is a step, a big step, a small step, or nothing at all? How do y'all feel about this? You know, let's have that conversation. I want to talk about it. I want to know how do y'all feel about this? Because me, to be honest, we still have a long way to go. We still want justice for Alton Sterling. We want justice for Breonna Taylor. The police officer was charged with wanton endangerment. So you mean to tell me this wall had more holds more weight than Breonna Taylor's life? I'm waiting on justice for Tatiana Jefferson. And all the other countless black men, black women, black boys, and black girls who've been murdered, who've been gunned down. That's what I want to know. When are we going to get justice? So which takes me to where do we go from here? Where do we go? You know, I definitely want to play the clip after the verdict was read with Ahmaud Arbery's father because it was so emotional because Ahmaud Arbery's father was very active in his life, very active. Although they portrayed black men in, in very negative connotations, Ahmaud Arbery's father was very active in his life. So I want to recognize his mother, Miss Wanda, and his father, Ahmad. So Brandon says, I believe we are moving in the right direction, but so far it's not enough. We still have a long way to go. Police officers continue getting slaps on the wrist. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more because, again, that takes me back to Breonna Taylor. We want justice for Sandra Bland and the countless individuals 
that were that are killed. And just and no justice gets served. These police officers get to go home with no type of recourse. They go home, they're still getting paid. I don't feel like you should get paid. If you are under investigation for murder, I think your paycheck should stop. I don't feel like you should get paid. And I feel like when these police officers are found guilty, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, some people may disagree with me, but I feel like the pension should go to the family of the victim. I don't think you should, you should be allotted your pension. I think that should go to the family of the person that you killed. So the question now remains, where do we go from here? Because, you know, we still have the murder trial of George Floyd that's coming. We still have those three police officers. I just want to know. But going back, let me go back. Let me go back to this question, though. I want to know how do y'all feel about that? All men found guilty, all three of them. How do you feel about that? Brandon says he feels like we're, we're going in the right direction, but it's just not enough. No, it's not enough. Because Ahmaud Arbery today, it was Dante right next. Adam Toledo was after that. We're still waiting for justice for Ronald Green, who was killed in Monroe, Louisiana, two years ago. Still no justice. No justice for Trayvon Martin. No justice for Mike Brown. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Barely any justice for Oscar Grant, Crystal Raglan, Tatiana Jefferson. The list just goes on and on and on and on and on. And the only thing we want is justice. That's all we want is justice. We want justice for these families that died for unjust reasons. At the hands of of police officers and quote-unquote wannabe police officers. Because Travis McMichael's father, was, I believe he was a police officer. He was a, a deputy or a sheriff. Um, but I, I believe that. So again, hey, big brother Will, good to see you. Y'all don't forget 
Tap in with him on Sundays, the ADHD Hour podcast on Sundays. And then on Tuesday nights, he has the Black Mailed, M-A-L-E-D podcast. So check him out. He's on Facebook. He is on YouTube. Man, go show my brother some love. Beautiful conversations that he has that I would love for y'all to, to support, share, subscribe. You know, go show my brother some love. Good to see you, baby. But guilty. Like I said, that made me hug my children a little tighter. It really did. It really made me hug my babies a little tighter. These families deserve justice. But again, I know the possibility of life with parole is on the table. I know life without parole is on the table. And I believe the only person that may get the death penalty is the son because he was the trigger man. He was the man, he was the person that actually pulled the trigger that killed Ahmaud Arbery. So I really honestly feel like you, they need to sit in prison for life. It should be no parole. Life with no parole. That's just me. But we're going to patiently wait on the sentence date. When the date comes down, they're going to be sentenced. And let's pray that they are punished to the fullest extent of the law. That's what I'm praying for. I want justice for this family. Ahmaud Arbery didn't deserve to die. All because he was jogging. He stopped and looked in a house that was being built. That's all he did. He didn't harm anybody. He wasn't the aggressor. But somehow he ended up dead. Ended up dead. You know he did. He ended up dead. Brandon says life without parole. They need to ride in their cells for the rest of their life. Absolutely. But y'all have to think now. We're talking about Georgia. We're talking about Brunswick, Georgia. You get what I'm saying? A little small town that's not too favorable of people that look like us. But I'm glad they got this one right this time. I'm glad they got this one right. Because from the videos, from testimony, it he was not the aggressor. Ahmad Albury was not the aggressor. He was minding his own business out on an afternoon jog and never made it back home. Never made it back home. And I don't understand why. These three men that were found guilty, you still get to see your families. Again, the family of Ahmaud Arbery, they have to go to the cemetery to visit their loved one. Because you decided to take the law into your hands. You decided to play God. And an innocent life was taken. 
I've heard comments where people have said, oh, Ahmaud Arbery caused his own demise. He shouldn't have reached for the gun. Are you serious? Are you freaking kidding me? He didn't cause his own demise. Travis McMichael, his father, Mr. Roddy, they caused the death of Ahmaud Arbery. Had they minded their own little business, again, Ahmaud Arbery was not bothering anybody, nobody. But jo simply jogging through a neighborhood and stopped to look in at a house. And now he's in a cemetery. Careless. So careless. So sad. All because you got some people that wanted to play God, that wanted to be police officers. But the most sickening part of all of this was the district attorney that knew about this. Who sat on this information. Who did not allow these three men to be arrested. Throw the book at her ass. I'm just going to go on and see it. Throw the book at her. Because you were just as complicit. To the murder. Brandon says, it does make me happy that they got this one right. It really gives me some hope that we will see justice in other cases. After that, can only hope we see a trend. Absolutely. And I'm definitely, definitely going to give y'all some breaking news that I'm very ecstatic for. I pray for justice for this family. There we go. The ADHD hour podcast. There we are right there. They say they need to make an example of her. Absolutely. You absolutely violated your oath. You are just as complicit as them. You sat on this information. You had the video. You knew what they had done. You knew that they had murdered somebody. And you did not allow them to be arrested. So I hope your punishment fits your crime. I don't think she needs to be on no probation. I think she needs to go spend some time in jail. And you need to reconsider your actions. Because that was so tasteless what you did. Very tasteless. Absolutely tasteless. How did you, how do you even sleep at night? That's the question. How did you even sleep at night? Knowing. That this young man right here was murdered and you did not allow those three men to be arrested. Y'all say his name. 
Ahmaud Arbery. An innocent life taken just far too soon. Far too soon. But I'm so happy again that they got this one right. Because I'm telling you, that would have been a day of unrest in Brunswick, Georgia, had that verdict have gone another way. That would have been another Missouri episode. So my question now, where do we go from here? Where do we go? Where do we go from here, y'all? Where do we go? We keep fighting. We keep standing up. We stop allowing them to silence us. We continue to seek justice for these families. They deserve it. And I'm going to say this again. Don't defund the police department. They need to be retrained. Properly trained. Because what I want to know is. How do you mistake a taser for a gun? That's what I want to know. It's almost like shoot, question, shoot first, ask questions later. That's where we are, y'all. Police officers are supposed to serve and protect. Not murder. Again, y'all, where do we go from here? Where do we go? What do we do now? What do we do now? Right. Big Brother Will said he need to replace the top brass. We need to start holding these people accountable for this. We need to get out because y'all do know we are responsible for the judges that sit on those benches. We're, we are responsible for the sheriffs. We're responsible for the chief. We vote them in. So we need to start going to these town hall meetings and start getting putting people in the right positions that could take care of business, that really want to help in the community. That's what we need to do. We need to get out and we need to start voting. Stop saying your voice does not matter because that's not true. We need to get out. If you get a summons to go to jury duty, go to jury duty. I have a summons for the 17th and I'm going. We have to start putting these criminals behind bars. And I don't care if it's a police officer or a garbage man. They need to start being held accountable for murder. Because what they did to Ahmaud Arbery was per murder. It wasn't manslaughter. It was malice. They did it with the malice intent.
This young man was unarmed, period. He didn't have no weapons on him. Travis McMichael testified and said, no, Ahmaud Arbery was not the aggressor. But yet his life is over. I just don't get it. People need to start being held accountable. Period. They need to start being held accountable. So y'all hold tight while I roll this clip of Ahmad Arbery's father speaking after these three men were found guilty. Yeah. I want to give all glory to God. Yes. Because that's who made all this possible. Yes, Number two, I want to thank his mama. Yes. And yes. I want to thank my sisters and brothers. Right. I want to thank my children for being strong through this raw time. Yes. Because I know it was hard what they had to deal with. Yes. Yes. And number two, I want to thank all y'all people, all the support y'all gave us. That's because right. one of us ain't did this. Ain't no one side did this. That's right. God put us all together to make this happen. So ain't no one side. That's what I tell you. God don't work, work one side. Yes. God work two sides. All right, I'm going to put you here. I'm going to put you there. Amen. So y'all pull together and work this thing. Amen. So, hey, that's what it's all about. Amen. Because if one side wouldn't work, it wouldn't have happened. That's right. You had people working with you weren't working. Right. Come on. When you weren't working, you had people out here working, marching, going in these offices. We conquered that lynch mob. We got that lynch mob. This history today, letting you know that black kill life does matter. That's right. For real, all life matters. All life. Not just black children. We don't want to see nobody go through this. Amen. I don't want to see no daddy watch the kid get lynched and shot down like that. That's right, Ma. So it's all our problem. Mm -hmm. It's all our problem. Yeah. So, hey, let's keep fighting. Amen. Keep fighting. Let's keep doing it and making this place a better place for all human beings. Amen. Right, all human beings. Amen. Everybody. Amen. Love everybody. Love everybody. Love everybody. All human beings need to be treated equally. Yeah. Right. We've been a conquered lantern. Today is a good day. You don't want to hear from me right now. You want to hear from the family of Ahmad Arbery, as we all do. We want to wrap our arms around them. Uh, the only reason that I'm speaking is to, to provide an introduction for a praying mother. You all have known her now for the last 18 months. 18 months ago, when she learned about the murder of her son, they told her that she would just have to deal with it alone. They told her that there will be no arrest, that there will be no accountability, that there will be no justice. And she made her son a promise before she laid him in the ground that her mom, his mom, would fight for justice for him. In order to do that, Glenn County had to change. Yes, that's right. She couldn't find justice in the Glenn County that she found in 2000 in the year 2000. That's right. That's right. Fe on February 23rd, there was a, a prosecutor standing in her way, Jackie Johnson. <laughs> Wanda Cooper prayed her out of the way, out of office, and she's facing criminal charges herself. That's right. That's right. When she came to Glen, when, when she was looking for justice in Glen County, she was faced with 
a corrupt legal system, one that never fully investigated her son's murder as we learned during the course of this trial. Wanda performed her own investigation. Wanda hired her own attorneys, and she woke up a nation. Amen. Can you all join me in just giving a round of applause for this fighting, faithful, I just want to say thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank each and every one of you who fought this fight with us. It's been a long fight. It's been a hard fight. But God is good. Yes, he is. Early in, I never saw, I, to tell you the truth, I never saw this day back in 2020. Mm -hmm. I never thought this day would come. But God is good. Yes, he is. And I just want to tell everybody, thank you. Thank you for those who marched. Those who, who prayed, most of all, the, the ones who prayed. Yes, Lord. Thank yes. you, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. And now, now, Quez, which I, which you know him as Ahmad, I know him as Quez. Yes. He will now rest in peace. Rest. Amen. Amen. Thank you. y'all that was so powerful that mother who didn't give up who fought to get justice for her son so powerful the father who said he didn't want anyone else to walk in the same shoes that he just walked in Justice. Justice. Finally. Justice for the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. So again. Love and prayers to the mother. To the father. To the brothers. The sisters. Cousins. Aunts. To the whole family. Friends. Co-workers. Employees. Classmates. We got justice for Ahmaud Arbery. We got justice. Amen, amen, amen. It was a long time coming. And like his mother said, he cannot rest in peace. He cannot rest in peace. So again, the question remains, where do we go from here? Get out there to the polls. Make a difference. Get out there. Support. March. Protest. Make your demands. And stand on them. Because this could be your family. This could be your loved one. That I'm on here talking about. This could be your loved one. Your family. Whew. 
that was so heavy and so deep that day. But I was happy. Justice was served for this family. Amen. So now, let's roll into some more breaking news. Jury selection in the murder of Dante Wright started today. For those that do not recall who Dante Wright was, Dante Wright was the young man who was pulled over. Here's his picture. Was a young man that was pulled over. And the police officer mistakenly grabbed her gun instead of her taser and Dante Wright ended up with a bullet to the chest. Jury selection starts for him. The question remains, will he get the same justice as Ahmaud Arbery? That's the million dollar question. We pray. We pray. But here we go. Now to Minneapolis, where another criminal case will soon get underway. Jury selection is set to begin today in the trial of Kim Potter, a former Brooklyn Center, Minnesota police officer who shot and killed a 20-year-old black man, Dante Wright, during a traffic stop last April. NBC News correspondent Shaquille Brewster is outside the courthouse for us this morning. Shaq, good morning. First of all, thanks for being up early and out there in the cold for us. So walk us through what happened that day, the moments leading up to Wright's death and the charges Potter is facing. Just remind yeah. us what happened there. Yeah, good morning, Savannah. And this was a shooting that actually happened as we were in Minneapolis covering the trial of Derek Chauvin, the officer who was accused and then convicted of murdering George Floyd. And it happened in April of last year. And police stopped 20-year-old Dante Wright because they said he had expired tags and an item dangling from his rearview mirror. After initially complying with officers when they asked him to step out the car when they realized he had a warrant uh, out for his arrest, uh, he then got back in the car. This is all captured on video. And we warn you, the video is disturbing. Now, the video is hard to hear, but you hear the officer, Kim Potter, say taser, taser, taser before shot, firing a single shot into that 20-year-old, eventually killing him. She is now facing two charges, uh, first degree and second degree manslaughter that carries up to 15 years in prison if she is convicted. Although with sentencing guidelines here, it's unlikely she would face that even if uh, she was found guilty. Of course, jury selection starts today. They're looking to find 12 jurors and two alternates for the trial that will begin with those opening statements on December 8th. So Wright's family held a press conference just yesterday. How are they feeling ahead of jury selection and the start of this trial? You know, it's definitely hard. They express the pain that they've been going through over the past couple of months since they lost Dante. 
back in April. Uh, one thing that we did hear was from the family attorney, and he made an interesting connection to a trial that we saw here in the Minneapolis area a couple of years ago with Mohammed Noor, an, a black officer who shot an Australian national. Uh, he said it was also a mistake. That's a defense that you're hearing from Kim Potter, as according to the court filings that we've seen so far. And the family attorney is saying if that officer was able to be convicted, Kim Potter should also be convicted. Listen to a little bit of what we heard at that presser. And the question is, are we prepared to hold a white officer accountable for killing a young black man when he says or when she says it was an accident, which obviously we dispute. And the, the attorney general's office has done an excellent job of laying out why this is not some mere accident. Uh, so we're going to learn a lot about ourselves. According to those court filings, the defense for Kim Potter, again, is that this was an innocent mistake that was made, that it was somewhat in the heat of the moment and that she tried to use her taser and instead had a handgun. Savannah? And Shaq, yesterday we also heard from George Floyd's girlfriend, and it just so happens she was Dante's former teacher. Floyd, of course, was murdered, and right. that was just 11 miles away from where Dante died only a year earlier. What did she have to say? Yeah, that overlap is incredible. The fact that Courtney Ross, she was the key witness during the Chauvin trial, was the spark of life witness that spoke of George Floyd and uh, the kind of person that he was. Well, she actually was the teacher, as you mentioned, of Dante Wright at one point. Listen to a little bit of what we heard from her. Kim Potter was seen as a senior officer, an officer that trained new cadets, a trainer who claimed to not know the difference between a taser and a gun. There is no excuse for her incompetence when it comes to people's lives that are at stake. Personally, it makes no sense to me, and I believe it is a lie. I believe Kim Potter has profiled black people in Brooklyn Center for a long time and finally lost her temper and murdered Dante Wright. You really get the sense of how closely this trial will be watched. We do know that last night the Brooklyn Center City Council got together and they actually denied, they didn't approve a measure to have a curfew the day the verdict is read. We'll see what happens and if that changes. But this is definitely something that many people will be watching, Savannah. Yeah, it sure is. And we know you'll be on it for us, Shaq. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Follow today's top stories and breaking news by downloading the NBC News app. All right. So as y'all know, the murder trial of Dante Wright starts December the 8th. Jury selection started today. So y'all already know I'm going to be all over that. Um, I will be coming. I will be doing episodes um, intermittently as, you know, the trial goes on. I will, you know, start. Um, once the trial starts, you know, we will talk about it. And then, of course, you know, I'll come back once there was a verdict. So um, I absolutely pray that justice is served for Dante Wright. Again, I offer my prayers and condolences and love to the family, friends, and to uh, anyone else that was connected to Dante Wright. So y'all stay tuned for that. So very excited for that.
So as I go ahead and I start to bring everything to a close, I really wanted to kind of tap in with y'all to let y'all know about the upcoming episodes for Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. So as you guys know, we are rolling into the last 31 days of 2021. 2021, we took a lot of losses, a lot of wins, a lot of gains. So as I bring 2021 to an end, I want us to focus on, I want us to reflect on 2021. I want us to rebuild as we walk in to 2022. And then the rebirth, which means we're going to unpack that last suitcase. We're going to walk into 2022 a little lighter. Um, I'm very excited about these episodes because these will be very, very personal. I mean, I'm not saying that all my other episodes haven't been personal, but this will be very personal. You will see me reflecting on 2021. You're going to see me rebuilding as I walk into 2022. And you're going to see the rebirth of Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. You are going to see me venture out and expand the brand. But most all, you'll see the growth that I have made when I started podcasting a year ago. I'm going to discuss looking back over my whole entire life in 2021. You're going to see me breaking down that wall. You're going to see me picking up the pieces and rebuilding the house. I'm going to celebrate those losses and celebrate those gains celebrate the wins, celebrate me going from a caterpillar to now I'm this beautiful butterfly. We're going to dig deep, y'all. We absolutely are. We're going to unpack those suitcases so we can lighten the load so we can start walking in our purpose. Those are questions that I'm going to ask. What is your purpose? What do you want for 2022 and going forward? How are we going to make these last 31 days count? Are we going to sit and wallow? Or are we going to pull those band-aids off and go from victim to victor as we go into 2022? Those are the conversations we're going to have. You know, we're going to talk about what are you manifesting for 2022? We're going to close the door on a lot of that pain that we had so we can start walking in our purpose. I want to celebrate that. What may seem small to you may be big to somebody else. I want us to start learning how to 
keep things close to us that are very conducive to our energy. That's what I want us to do. I want to lighten the load. I want us to heal. I want us to be able to effectively communicate and continue to uplift, empower, and encourage somebody. That's what I want us to do. That's what we're going to do. As we bring 2021 to a close and walk into 2022 with a new refined purpose and outlook of life. That's our goal for December. Every episode is going to be in reference to that. It's going to be beautiful painful, but it's going to be all well worth it in the end. So for the ones that feel like that there's not a rainbow or a pot of gold, I'm sorry, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, or you feel like you just haven't reached the finish line, we're going to walk on this journey together so we can all cross the finish line together with all the love and the support. Y'all know y'all definitely got that from me. Y'all know that. So let me go on to my final thoughts. <sighs> Tonight we talked about Ahmaud Arbery and how justice was finally served. Will we see the same for Dante Wright? Will this family get justice? Was it a mere accident or was it ill intent? We're going to pray over that. We're going to pray that justice is served for this family. We're going to pray that the family of Dante Wright is able to have their load lightened in 2022 because it's difficult. A mother is not so... Parents are not supposed to bury their children. The children are supposed to bury their parents. Are we moving in the right direction when it comes to justice? We still have a long way to go. Or have we arrived? Some people have said, we're making it. We're making strides. We got a long way to go. What do we do now, y'all? Where do we go from here? We just got to walk on this journey and this path together. To continue to speak. And continue to seek justice for these families whose loved ones are unjustly murdered and there's never any repercussions. So y'all don't forget, Black Girl Interrupted, tune in with me every Tuesday, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, let me, let me double back because I did say, um, because it is football season, so I will start doing the episodes on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then on 
Fridays and Saturdays, I will um, start hosting rooms. I will be hosting rooms on Clubhouse. Um, so y'all follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Clubhouse. Um, and as we start the transition into 2022, I am going to start utilizing Twitter spaces. So we're really going to grow Black Girl Interrupted. And I'm so excited for the things that are to come for Black Girl Interrupted. Um, I actually just got a uh, email today um, for an interview for a magazine. So, yay, I'm excited, you know. Um, but I'm absolutely ecstatic about the great things that are to come um, for Black Girl Interrupted. Again, you know, I'm on all the streaming platforms. I'm on Deezer. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Spotify. You put in Black Girl Interrupted, you're going to be able to pull up the podcast. Um, and be able to listen to future episodes. Um, so again, I'm, I'm absolutely ecstatic about the upcoming things for Black Girl Interrupted. I hope you guys um, continue to love and, and support. You know, like I said, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Black Girl Interrupted on YouTube. Hit the notification bell so that way you'll know every time I go live and you won't miss any episodes. Um, catch up. If you haven't seen any episodes, Check me out. I talk about some great things. You know, I get ruffled. I get feathers ruffled. But hey, sometimes you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. You get what I'm saying? So, again, I appreciate everyone tuning in tonight. Um, I will see y'all. Let me get my calendar pulled up. Hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Let me get my calendar pulled up. Um. I will be going live. I will start the new episodes next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Again, that episode is going to be called Breaking Down the Wall. We're burning down the house. So which means we're about to tear it down. We're going to reflect on it. And we're going to rebuild it. But with this time, we're going to rebuild it with the love. And we're going to start walking in our purpose. So, and yes, and I will be, like I say, um, and also next Wednesday, I will um, start covering um, the trial for Dante Wright. So I will, like I say, intermittently do episodes in regards to that um, and keep everyone updated. So I'm absolutely looking forward to that. But like I say, next Tuesday, we're starting our chapters of Reflection rebuilding and rebirth so that's what we're going to be doing in december so i love you guys i got to head over to clubhouse because i had to go and uh, mod another space but i do again i appreciate all the continuous love and all the continuous support that you guys show me like i say don't forget to like share subscribe to black girl interrupted i'm on all the streaming platforms um, follow me on Twitter. Like I say, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Clubhouse, like, share, subscribe, bring a friend, tell a friend. Don't forget to hit the notification bell. So you'll know every time I go live, but I love you guys. And I hope you guys have a great night and I'll see y'all next week.
Hey, it's Kayla, and as a self-proclaimed foodie who loves to cook, I have a hard time grocery shopping. That's because produce has always been hard to find. But recently I discovered 80 Acres Farms, and they completely changed my mind. They bring crisp, delicious salad greens and herbs straight from their farm to the store within days of harvest, not weeks, so they stay fresher in your fridge for longer. I mean, how many times have you gotten produce, put it in the fridge, the next day it's completely wilted? Not with 80 Acres Farms. Just see what I'm talking about at 80 Acres Farms. And you can get their produce at your local Kroger. It's clear to you that de-icing the wings will not be done in a jiffy. You look for phone outlets but see none. Only photos of phone outlets. A voice announces your gate is now 39C-12B-9A. It's like musical chairs if musical chairs made you sob in the pet relief area. A child picking his nose stares. His parents have abandoned him. The airport will raise him now. Don't let flight delays ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com.